Hello everyone and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Glenn Miller of the Vera Roasting Company. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Great to be here. Absolutely. So cool. So let's get started. Tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, we'll move on to the company. Sure. I'm, uh, I'm an organic chemist. I was trained as an organic chemist uh, many years ago. Received a PhD in organic chemistry from Clarkson University. Went into industry for a few years and ultimately decided I wanted to get into academia and teach and do research. And I found my way to the University of New Hampshire almost uh, 25, I guess it'll be about 23 years this fall. And so I've been at UNH um, as a professor of organic chemistry and I currently serve as the chair of organic chemistry there. Um, my background is in studying interesting uh, organic compounds with all sorts of interesting chemical and physical properties and that certainly includes a compound called resveratrol which is an all-natural ingredient that mother nature places in the skins of certain red grape species it's known to be a potent antioxidant and as it turns out it's naturally extracted into red wine during red wine production so red wine is of course a very old drink it's been around for thousands of years people have enjoyed it for thousands of years and it's always had this very interesting organic compound called resveratrol in it. So I was very much aware of resveratrol and uh, over the last 30 or so years it would be hard not to be aware of it if you're an organic chemist especially because it, it made uh, a lot of news as being the ingredient in red wine which was responsible for the heart healthy properties of red wine. So. Um, as I said, I've been aware of that for a long time. I love red wine myself. I'm a red wine drinker. And, um, and I started thinking, you know, I wonder how we could get resveratrol uh, a little bit more into the mainstream. Not everybody is a red wine drinker. And in particular, if, if you want to enjoy the benefits of this potent antioxidant, and, and the benefits are numerous. They include things like reduced risk of cardiovascular disease, mm -hmm. They include uh, reduced risk of other diseases, including those associated with aging, like cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, dementia, etc. Yeah. If you want to enjoy the benefits of these things, you've got to really make resveratrol a regular part of your diet. So I started thinking, how can we make resveratrol a regular part of the diet above and beyond red wine? Turns out it's not in too many other foods. There's tiny bits of it in a few other things, but not very much other than red wine. And so. In addition to being a red wine lover, I'm also a coffee lover, and I, I think I was in the shower one day, and, and the, the idea struck me, like, what about putting resveratrol in coffee? Yeah. So that ultimately was the genesis of our company, Vera Roasting Company. Vera is just simply the middle of resveratrol, that, yeah. uh, that very important antioxidant found in red wine. We spent some time, actually several months, developing a process, a technology to infuse the resveratrol into coffee beans right after roasting. And then we formulated it in such a way that every cup that you brew delivers the same amount as you'd get in a typical glass of red wine. That took a couple of months to figure out, but once, once that was done, Vera Roasting Company was off and running. And so I'm an organic chemist, I'm a professor at UNH, chair of the chemistry department, and now I'm an entrepreneur with this startup company, which is really trying to uh, introduce resveratrol into the American diet in a, in a very different way than it's traditionally been available. That's pretty cool. So, this is probably a dumb question. Um, does the resveratrol have anything to do with the taste, or is that just something that's in it? 
That's a great question. Um, so Mother Nature places resveratrol in the skins of certain red grape species and she places it there for a reason. It, it actually acts as an antioxidant for the grape plant as well. So if the plant is under periods of stress, maybe it's drought, maybe it's pest infestation, something going on that's stressing the plant out, the uh, production of resveratrol gets ramped up, Mother Nature produces more, and it moves from the skins into the, into the meat of the grape, if you will, and protects the, the entire grape plant. Um, it has, because it's present in the skins, the skins have a lot of other compounds in them which, which can lead to a bitter taste, but purified resveratrol, which is what we use, has no flavor, okay. has no taste whatsoever, but it does change the body of the coffee. Um, so when you put a cup of our coffee in, or a sip of our coffee in your mouth, you'll feel that it's very smooth. Yeah. And so we hear over and over again from our customers that our coffee is the smoothest coffee they've ever tasted. In fact, just this morning I was, I was meeting with a customer who was over at our shop and trying a cup of our coffee and uh, he said, wow, so smooth. First words out of his mouth, so smooth. And, yeah. And that's just so typical. So the resveratrol doesn't change the taste, but it improves the coffee because it makes it very smooth. Okay. Kind of like a smooth glass of red wine. Now I should mention, although we take the resveratrol from the skin of the red grape, um, we don't take any other part of the wine. So there's no alcohol in our coffee. Um, there's no uh, sulfites or tannins or other parts of the red wine, just the heart healthy antioxidant. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we call, we call this product Cough V with a V okay. to distinguish it from regular coffee. The V comes from Vera roasting and mm -hmm. Vera comes from resveratrol. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. Nice and easy marketing around that, I could say. Yeah, we try. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, so I was going to go with that. So it doesn't affect the taste, makes it smooth. Um, how does it compare to other coffees? As far as you know, taste. You said the texture is smoother. Texture is smoother. Yeah. I mean, coffee's big, as as you know, it's big industry um, in this country and worldwide. And um, there are a lot of great coffees, gourmet coffees, which are readily available now. We made a conscientious decision at the start of the company that we wanted to put resveratrol into gourmet coffees that people would buy because they enjoy the the coffee itself. Yeah. It's a delicious coffee. And so we carefully select our beans from small farms in a couple different countries. And we bring them here to New Hampshire where they are master roasted. And uh, the coffee in the end is just truly delicious gourmet coffee with an added benefit. So I'm sure some of it's proprietary, um, but <laughs> I'm trying to think of how much uh, virtual would actually be in a grape compared to how much you need overall like yeah probably quite a process either getting a hold of it i'm sure it can be refined somehow yeah so well it, it, it turns out uh because the wine industry is so big that yeah. the uh, the skins of red grapes are actually a waste product uh, yeah. in the wine industry and that's where most of the resveratrol is held now some of it was extracted into the wine during production but there's still quite a bit of it there in the skin of the red grape so we're able to get our hands on resveratrol pretty easily mm -hmm. um, as an organic chemist uh, i understand the extraction of the resveratrol um, ultimately into hot aqueous solution and yeah. and then it's recrystallized, um, which is part of the purification. In the end, we have this beautiful purified resveratrol and it's not as expensive as you think it might be because the wine in industry is so big. The process is, mm. is a little bit intensive though, but yeah. um, 
but the actual cost of the resveratrol is, is, is not as expensive as you, you might think, and, and it doesn't change um, the cost of our coffee in a great way. We're selling a gourmet coffee, and if you look at our price point, it's consistent with other gourmet coffees. Yeah. So, so we're able to get it in there in, an, in a reasonably affordable way. Um, we did, uh, we did in fact file for a U.S. patent uh, to protect the composition of resveratrol in coffee and also to protect the process that we developed to infuse yeah. it into the coffee. So we are the only ones who do this. Um, I was actually about to ask that. Is there yeah. anyone else who does something, anything like this? Nothing with resveratrol. No. So we were awarded a U.S. patent in last year in 2017, nice. and that protects us for 17 years. So. Yeah. So we'll be good there. What's nice about our patent is that it not only includes um, coffee with resveratrol, but it also includes other nutraceuticals. So, um, for example, a year or so after we started the company, we developed what we call our Sunshine Blend coffee, which has the resveratrol in it, but also has vitamin D. Okay. And um, the reason we did that is because we realized not only is cardiovascular health uh, an issue with U.S. adults, and resveratrol can help there, um, but so are vitamin D deficiencies. 40% of all U.S. adults have a vitamin D deficiency, and um, people are really just in the last few years coming to grips with this. Mm. It's now become a regular part of uh, blood work that you might have done before your annual physical, and more and more people are discovering, I have a vitamin D deficiency. So what is, what's wrong with a vitamin D deficiency? It's going to lead to bone health and heart health issues, and it's also going to lead to feelings of sadness. So um, in the wintertime in particular, as the amount of natural sunlight is reduced, a lot of people experience what is some, sometimes referred to as the winter blues, it's feeling kind of down and depressed. Um, this is in many cases linked to a lack of vitamin D production. Um, so if you're not getting your vitamin D from sunlight uh, and producing it naturally that way, and here in New England, that's not always possible in the dead of winter, yeah. um, then you can get it um, through supplements, and in this case, through our product, Coffee, our Sunshine Blend. So we started that, and that's become very popular. Um, and and I, I think it surprised us all that it remains popular even in the summer months when there's plenty of sunshine and, and plenty <laughs> of natural vitamin D production. And that's because so many people lather up with sunscreen now, and sunscreen will cut down on natural vitamin D production almost completely. So they put sunscreen on their faces and other exposed parts of their body. There's, there's so much aversion to being out in the sun these days that uh, it's probably the reason 40% of all U.S. adults have a vitamin D deficiency. So, so we've got this technology which includes resveratrol, but other nutraceuticals, including vitamin D. And our latest innovation is called our Wellness Blend Coffee, which has the resveratrol plus CBD, which is the non-psychoactive ingredient in industrial hemp. Yeah. It's been used for thousands of years in Asian medicine to help with pain and inflammation, to relieve anxiety, and in, even to improve sleep patterns. So. Um, our wellness blend has CBD in it as well. That's that's really good uh, addition to the family. Yeah, the family of uh, of uh, healthy coffees. Yeah, and we we kind of consider ourselves to be pioneering this new category of healthy coffees. If if you think about the hot beverage market, um, there's there's always been a link between tea and good health or a healthy lifestyle and. Lots of teas are, are developed and promoted in that way. But coffee's kind of been left out of the equation. And more and more, um, modern research indicates that coffee isn't, is 
all by itself already a healthful drink, um, and we're just we're just making it um, uh, even stronger on that axis. Yeah. So, is there a limit to how much resveratrol, like, the body really needs? Oh because, yeah. Because um, I know we had talked about just the average number of cups someone drinks. If yeah. They're getting a lot. You know, would that have any health benefits or? defect, I guess? Yeah, that's a great question, and, and get it, it goes back to your earlier question, which I guess I didn't completely answer. And, uh, you know, we had to we had to figure out what do we want to do here in terms of the resveratrol concentration? Do we want to give people mega doses of resveratrol? Yeah. Um, do we want to give them super tiny doses? What do we want to do? And in the end, we said, let's stick with Mother Nature, and let's not reinvent her wheel. Yeah. So Mother Nature places resveratrol in the skins of certain grape species that's how it finds its way into red wine in the first place and we said let's let's go and look at the concentrations of resveratrol which are found naturally in red wine mm -hmm. and let's formulate our coffee so that it matches that so yeah. so if you drink one cup of our coffee it doesn't matter which variety it is you're going to get the same amount of resveratrol as you'd get in one glass of red wine mm -hmm. so what if you have two or three or four cups you're fine you're absolutely within what would be considered normal ranges of resveratrol consumption by humans. Yeah. You have to remember, red wine is one of the oldest drinks. Other than yeah. water itself, it might be, you know, one of the very oldest drinks that man has had. Goes back many thousands of years, and all those thousands of years people have been consuming resveratrol at this concentration. Yeah. So it's it's a safe concentration and it works there. It provides benefits at that concentration. Cool. Yeah. Because I was just thinking because I know wine has this, uh, I wouldn't say almost natural shutoff point where <laughs> you get drunk and you just stop yeah, drinking. Yeah, of course. And with coffee, I mean, with the exception of caffeine and kind of getting really like jittery, yeah. it doesn't have that same backstop. So it was just kind of Yeah, it's a great question yeah. and a great thought. Most people um, that we've talked to, most of our customers, uh, you know, drink between about one and five cups a day. Yeah. I'm more on the five cup maybe sometimes <laughs> even six or seven cups a day i drink a lot of coffee yeah it is a healthful drink yeah. and um <laughs> aside from the caffeine um there's really no reason to to limit yourself to just yeah. one cup a day but i think our product coffee from vera roasting company you know gives you even more reason to have an extra cup of coffee a day if, yeah. if you enjoy it yeah it's pretty cool i like that um I mean, that's, that's a lot. Is there anything else you want to uh, cover real quick? Oh, so where are you looking to take everything? Because right now you guys are a smaller company. You're kind of a startup. Yeah. Are we looking to powerhouse and kind of compete with some of the other larger brands? Yeah, it's you know, it's a great question. Right now we are um, almost completely direct-to-consumer. You, you purchase our product at veroroasting.com, and that's how we started, and we've grown that channel really well, and it allows us to communicate with our customers, get to know our customers really well. We are, uh, we do have a specialty retail presence in New England, although it's relatively small. Um, we do want to grow our retail presence, but it has to be done in the right way. Um, we have this unique coffee, which is different than any other coffee you can buy. Um, and we have to be careful uh, that we're not just buried by other coffees, you know, putting us on a shelf of a major supermarket, for example, next yeah. to 50 other coffees, it's unlikely that most consumers would recognize that that's a special coffee there. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to figure out ways um, that it makes the most sense to get into retail 
uh, traditional retail. I think it's probably going to continue to be specialty retail, specialty, specialty food stores, those that really emphasize, um, you know, farm to table type uh, process and, yeah. and natural foods and, and healthy foods. I think that's those sort of retail outlets make a lot of sense for us yeah. because the consumer walking in the door of those shops is already thinking along these lines. Um, major retail, um, you know, the largest supermarket chains around the country, probably at this time don't make as much sense. We've got to we've got to grow the company, yeah, and in, in, in a focused way initially, and then eventually when we build the brand, um, I think those things start to make some sense. There's also licensing opportunities. We'll see if there's uh, if if that's a fruitful pathway down the road. Um, uh, there are a lot of a lot of sales channels and that we're exploring, but um, because we're a small startup out of New Hampshire, we're yeah. very nimble and we can look at all these things and work on all these things at the same time. That's very cool. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. So people who want to learn a little more about your product and maybe even buy some, how do they get in touch with you? They get a lot of information off of our website, which is veraroasting.com. Vera is V-E-R-A, veraroasting.com. And um, they'll learn about our product, learn about our history, they'll learn about uh, how we do things and, and why we do them, and uh, hopefully uh, become a customer and, and, and fall in love with the coffee. We have a really high return rate. Uh, return customer rate is up around 70%, and so uh, we know once people try it, they really like it and they come back. That's really cool. Yeah. I like it. So thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun. I like uh, unique products like this. Uh, they stand out really well in the market. It's pretty cool. I appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you all enjoyed. Go try it out. And everyone, be good.